And my next question would be that how someone can can cultivate intuition. So of course we we talked about meditation a little bit, but what are some ways to to cultivate this skill? First of all, everyone's intuitive. The way that I see intuition is I do see it from a spiritual perspective. I think of it as like your spiritual GPS system. So it's your connection to spirit, to your highest guidance, to whatever your spiritual thinking is. It's a connection to that. And it's unique for each person because we're all unique individuals and you all, we all experience our world and our spirituality in a different way. Um, And so really developing your intuition is learning to, um, you know, decode the language of your soul and learning more and more to tap into that. Um, And so intuition feels different for everyone, but there are some commonalities and there's some common ways that intuition uh, speaks to us. So getting familiar with those is a good way because you can start to recognize what might be your intuition and what might not be your intuition. Um, For instance, things like gut feelings, or sometimes people will hear, you know, a voice of wisdom in their head, or they'll have a full body feeling of knowing, or they'll have mental imagery. Um, So these are all different ways that our intuition communicates with us. So I think one thing that's important is to start to, um, you know, think back to your own experiences, because everyone has had an experience with their intuition. Um, Some of us, you know, tap into it and notice it more than others, but, you Mm -hmm. know, intuition, everybody has it. So starting to figure out, um, you know, what comes naturally to you is a really good way to start. And then in terms of practices, anything that stills your mind, even for a minute, will help you connect with your intuition. Because mind, your thinking, logical, um, often fear-based, egoic mind is not your the friend of your intuition. And your guidance will work through that if it has to, but it's just much more cumbersome that way. So anything that can still your mind, being in nature is helpful for some for people, yoga practices. Mm-hmm. Some people find repetitive exercise like running or for me, a big one is going for walks. I go for walks all the time with my tape recorder and I just talk to myself. I know it's a little weird, but nowadays mm-hmm. we can get away with that because people just think great. I'm talking <laughs> to someone else. It's amazing. And I will wow. just, if I have a problem that I'm, you know, thinking about, I'll just start talking and the wisdom will come right through my mouth. And then I even have a recording. Um, and I, I do sessions that way sometimes as well for people that don't want to be present on the phone and just want me to, you know, give them some info. But, um, wow. but walking, swimming, repetitive exercises, usually things where, you know, you're just, you're kind of lulled into that space of non-thinking. Um, Mm -hmm. Some people, this isn't for me, but some people get um, a lot of intuitive information when they're driving. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't really like driving. So for me, that's not, (laughs) but I know a lot of people say that like a long drive, they love it because, you know, the mind, your your mind is just busy enough with the process of driving that you become more receptive to your intuitive knowing. And and the last one that's kind of surprising, but really common is being in, in water. So in like, some people take a bath or a shower. A lot of people, that morning shower, that evening shower, will get a download of information. So these are these are times that intuition is most active. So starting to you know tap in and cultivate those can be another way to start to get your intuition up and running. It sounds amazing, really. I mean, uh, I was wondering, you know, what are the practices that you do, uh, like you do meditation to cultivate these or how to say master these skills? Like, of course, it is a lot of consciousness and awareness. Like, what are some uh, things that you do to be, um, yeah, better at these skills? 
I mean, practice is important, but again, you know, intuition is your birthright and I'll have it. And really what awakening your intuition is about, it's about clearing away the levels of mind, clearing away the fear, clearing away the, the, the emotional baggage, all of those things that block and get in the way of expressing and, and connecting with, you know, the true call of your soul. And so one thing that we didn't talk about, but it's probably really important for me, the emotional baggage piece, the, the, the reason I became a counselor was not, um, the reason I chose to combine those two things was not random because for me, a huge part of my intuitive awakening was really clearing through that emotional baggage and clearing through the gunk from my, you know, imperfect childhood, which we've all, which not everyone, but many of us have had, there's not a lot of perfection here on earth. Um, and so, you know, doing that work was really helpful for me as well. And you don't have to spend a million years in psychotherapy. It's not about that. But when you start to, um, you know, become familiar with the, the landscape of your, you know, emotional self, um, you can start to transform and release some of that stuff. And that also clears the way for your intuition to come through. And it also helps you discern what's your intuition and what's your, your emotional gunk. So that's another big one. Practices that can help you, you know, work through that, that kind of stuff that might be limiting you um, and work through some of that emotional baggage can be huge for awakening and connecting with your intuition. 